0: Section 1 of The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1, this is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jackie Graves, Noblesville, Indiana. The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1, Mammals, by Charles Lewis Cornish, Editor, The Chimpanzee. Of all the great apes, the chimpanzee most closely approaches man in bodily structure and appearance, although in height it is less near the human standard than the gorilla, five feet being probably that of an adult male. Several races of this ape are known among them the true chimpanzee and the bald chimpanzee. The varieties also include the Kulukamba, described by Du Chalou, and the Soko, discovered by Livingston who confounded it with the gorilla. But the variations in neither of these are sufficiently important to justify their being ranked as species. The first authentic mention of the chimpanzee is found in The Strange Adventures of Andrew Battle, an English sailor taken prisoner by the Portuguese in 1590 who lived 18 years near Angola. He speaks of two apes, the pongo and the Anjaco, of which the former is the gorilla, the latter the chimpanzee, The animal was first seen in Europe in 1641 and described scientifically 58 years later, but we are indebted to Dr. Savage, a missionary, for our first account of its habits in 1847. The chimpanzee, like the gorilla, is found only in Africa. The range includes west and central equatorial Africa, from the Gambia in the north to near Angola in the south, while it occurs in the Neom country to the northwest of the Great Lakes and has been discovered recently in Uganda. The new Uganda Railway, which will open out the Great Lakes to the east, will bring English travelers well within reach of the nearest haunt of these great apes. It is on the likeness and difference on their form and shape to those of man that the attention of the world has been mainly fixed." The chimpanzee is a heavily built animal with chest and arms of great power. The male is slightly taller than the female. The crown is depressed, the chin receding, the ridges which hang over the eye sockets more prominent than in man, less so than in the gorilla. The nose has a short bridge and a flat extremity. The ear is large and less human than that of the gorilla. The hands and feet are comparatively long, The digits are except the thumb and great toe joined by a web. The arms are short for an ape, reaching only to the knees. The teeth are similar to those of man and the canines of only moderate size. The chimpanzee has 13 pairs of ribs and, like man, has a suggestion at the end of each vertebrae of a rudimentary tail. It walks on all fours, with the backs of its closed fingers on the ground, can only stand upright by clasping its hands above its head. The skin is of a reddish or brown flesh color, the hair black with white patches on the lower part of the face. The bald chimpanzee has the top front and sides of the face bare, exceedingly large ears, thick lips, and black or brown hands and feet. The chimpanzee's natural home is the thick forest where tropical vegetation ensures almost total gloom, but near Loingo, it frequents the mountains near the coast. It is a fruit-feeding animal, said to do much damage to plantations, but the bald race, at all events in captivity, takes readily to flesh, and the famous Sally, which lived in the zoo for over six years, used to kill and eat pigeons and caught and killed rats. The male chimpanzee builds a nest in a tree for his family and sleeps under its shelter. When food becomes scarce in the vicinity, a move is made and a new nest is built. This ape lives either in separate families or communities not exceeding ten in number and is monogamous. As to the animal's courage, it is difficult to get accurate information as the sins of the gorilla and baboon have often been laid on its shoulders and information derived from natives is usually untrustworthy. Apparently, the chimpanzee avoids coming into collision with man, although when attacked, it is a formidable antagonist. Tales of chimpanzees kidnapping women and children need stronger evidence than they have yet obtained. The natives kill this ape by spearing it in the back or by driving it into nets, where it is entangled and easily dispatched. According to Livingstone, the soko, as the chimpanzee is called in east-central Africa, kills the leopard by biting its paws, but falls an easy prey to the lion. In captivity, it is docile and intelligent, but usually fails to stand a northern climate for more than a few months. It is easily taught to wear clothes, to eat and drink in civilized fashion, to understand what is said to it, and reply with a limited vocabulary of grunts. Sally learned to count perfectly up to six and less perfectly to ten. She could also distinguish from white from any color, but if other colors were presented her she failed apparently from colorblindness. Of this ape, the late doctor G J Romanes wrote with something more than the enthusiasm of a clever man pursuing a favorite theme. Her intelligence was conspicuously displayed by the remarkable degree in which she was able to understand the meaning of spoken language, a degree fully equal to that presented by an infant a few months before emerging from infancy, and therefore higher than that which is presented by any brute, so far at least I have evidence to show. Romanes here speaks only, to it be it noticed, of ability to understand human speech not to think and act. But this is in itself a great mark of intelligence on human lines. Having enlisted the cooperation of the keepers, I requested them to ask the ape repeatedly for one straw, two straws, three straws. These she was to pick up by hand, out from among the litter of her cage. No constant order was to be observed in making these requests. But whenever... She handed a number not asked for, her offer was to be refused, while if she gave the proper number, her offer was to be accepted, and she was to receive a piece of fruit in payment. In this way, the ape had learnt to associate these three numbers with the names. As soon as the animal understood what was required, she never failed to give the number of straws asked for. Her education was then completed in similar manner from 3 to 4 and 4 to 5 straws. Sally rarely made mistakes up to that number, but above five and up to ten, to which one of the keepers endeavored to advance her education, the result is uncertain. It is evident that she understands the words seven, eight, nine, and ten to be token numbers higher than those below them. When she was asked for any number above six, she always gave some number over six and under ten. She sometimes doubled over a straw to make it present. Ends, and was supposed thus to hasten the attainment of her task. By no means, all chimpanzees are so patient as Sally. One kept in the zoological gardens for some time made an incessant noise by stamping on the back of the box in which it was confined. It struck this with the flap of its foot while hanging to the crossbar or perch, and made a prodigious din. This seems to bear Out the stories of chimpanzees assembling and drumming on logs in the Central African forests. End of Section 1. Recording by Jackie Graves, Noblesville, Indiana.